Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wanderers to my labyrinth of crazy talk. My name is Rob, and I will be your host to talk on topics and strange and bizarre as you join me on The Darken Walk. Now, there are several topics I want to discuss, and to avoid confusion across a long-winded podcast, I've decided to break this down into two episodes, uh, since some of what I talk on is going to have some bearing in future episodes. I just didn't want to drone on and on and on and go from one thing to another to another, and then pretty soon the listeners are like, my God, where's this guy going? I want to stay on point. And so I've decided to break Revenant Forces into two episodes. Concerning Front Matter, all that follows in this episode is going to lead into my thoughts on ghosts or Revenants in Revenant Forces Part 2. So to set the stage in this episode, I'm going to talk on two things. One, the term element, and two, dark matter, or otherwise known as dark energy. Okay, so here's my theory. I don't believe in angels or demons in the literal sense, but rather what I believe is that these are simply labels used unknowingly to describe elemental forces that are either good or evil. So first I'm going to talk about elements, and then I'll get into dark matter and dark energy after that. Regarding elements within our scope of common thought, when the word element is used, often the thought is like the element of air, water, earth, or fire. These are all elements. But within the definition of the word element, there are also chemical elements. For example, within the element of water, there exists the elements of hydrogen, and oxygen. When we dive deeper concerning the term element, there are some other interesting factors as well that say by definition the following. 1. An element is one of the necessary values on which calculations or conclusions are based. Number 2. One of the factors determining the outcome of a process. And finally, number 3. Any of the fundamental substances that consist of atoms of only one kind, and that singularly or in combination constitute all matter. There are forces in this universe we cannot comprehend or may not consider to exist simply because, from a scientific perspective, they cannot, as of yet, be or that we have no proof of fact as to their existence. And to expound upon this, I, I kind of want to talk about the case of Bob Lazar. Now, I'm going to go into narration mode hereafter just to read a little bit of backstory about Bob Lazar. So here we go, narration mode. Bob Lazar was a physicist reported to have worked in this capacity as a physicist 
during his tenure at the Los Alamos Physics Facility. Since 1989, Bob Lazar has achieved public notoriety as an Area 51 conspiracy theorist. He appeared in an interview with investigative reporter George Knapp on Las Vegas TV station KLAS under the pseudonym Dennis with his face hidden to discuss his purported employment at S-4, a subsidiary facility he claimed existed near Area 51. He claimed that the site consisted of concealed aircraft hangars built into a mountainside. Lazar said that his job was to help with the reverse engineering of one of the nine flying saucers which allegedly were extraterrestrial in origin. He claimed one of the flying saucers, the one he coined the Sport Model, was manufactured out of a metallic substance similar in appearance and touch to liquid titanium. Bob Lazar had claimed that the propulsion of the studied vehicle ran on an antimatter reactor and was fueled by a chemical element with atomic number 115. Goffed at and ridiculed by the scientific community concerning this proposed element 115, which did not exist at the time Bob Lazar spoke of it, later surfaced in 2003 and was recognized as one of the four new elements by the Joint Working Party of International Scientific Bodies in December of 2015. Interesting. So now if we go beyond the rabbit hole, beyond common thinking, could it be such that there are forces out there that can also be considered to be elements such as the forces of good and evil? I believe, like in the case of an evil force, that this element seeks to attach itself, whether it be upon an object or a person or even a spirit, and once manifested there, evokes its nature to do what we understand to be bad or considered dark or evil, if you will, things, or cause bad things to happen, projected either from a person or an object. In retrospect, the same should be applied to the elemental force of good, wherein a person manifested with good could be compelled to help others in need create a breakthrough vaccine, or have some sort of power against evil, such as in the case of a holy religious symbol and so forth. But with all this, I believe that one cannot exist without the other, and therefore will always sustain a balance such that neither elemental force of good or evil will ever dominate the other. Okay? All right. Now, let's get into dark matter or dark energy. I want to talk now about my beliefs on a term that has emerged in recent years coined dark matter or dark energy. Getting away from popular opinion, hypothesis, and conjecture, what I believe is that dark matter or dark energy is an element in and of itself. I believe that dark matter or dark energy, exists within all things, that it is a force that binds matter together like glue. 
kind of feel like Yoda. The Force binds all things together like glue. <laughs> but no, seriously. So when considering what happens upon death, many would say, nothing. You simply cease to exist, and in effect, just vanish into oblivion. And these would be the people that, of course, are non-religious. Well, I don't think so. I don't think we just vanish into oblivion. I believe that, although our physical material body has stopped, our consciousness or spirit sustains, still functioning and held together by this dark matter or dark energy, and then experiences transcendence. I like to think in terms of transcendence as as being one thing to another. So I believe upon death that we transcend into something else that then transcends into yet something else and so forth and so on. When considering purpose, I believe that our conscious spirit ascends the tower of purpose to learn and grow more in light until ultimately we reach the answer to why we even exist. Perhaps when we finally reach the very top of this tower, we are complete and thus become a universe full of galaxies, planets, stars, and nebulas, etc. Who knows? Because we really have no idea how many billions of universes exist. And what was the beginning of a universe, for that matter? It could be infinite. All right. So kind of pulling back on track. So now let's pull these two things, elements and dark matter or dark energy, together and consider how they may work in tandem. As I have mentioned regarding good and evil as elemental forces, it could be that these elements are drawn to a spirit's energy, to which I alluded to in Episode 3, Travel Beyond Death, wherein a spirit's energy, I believe, may dictate where we go next, but along the way may experience possession of one of these elemental forces by proximity. And should this happen, when a dimension of time for the spirit to travel in is not in proximity, could then result in happenstance within this plane of existence. So in other words, perhaps when the spirit leaves the body and does not transcend into a dimension of time and remains to linger within this plane in spirit or consciousness, that some may be possessed by the elemental forces of either good or evil, and thus become either an angelic presence or a malicious spirit haunting places or gaining the power through dark energy to manifest or possess a living spirit that yet remains within a physical body that is still living. Perhaps this explains why there came to pass the ritual of exorcism. But have you ever heard of this ritual of exorcism being performed on someone who is renowned as a spiritual healer? Evidence for their ability to heal someone's cancer or illness? Never. I believe there is always a balance between the forces of good and evil. A perfect balance. And not to get religious, but consider the person most have heard of named Jesus. It could be that Jesus was possessed by the elemental force of good, which granted him the power to heal. 
and once in possession of this element of good, could recognize the shift in the balance between good and evil, and thus in his walk through life, use this power to drive out the elemental forces of evil to set the balance back to what it was meant to be, an equal balance. You as a listener are probably thinking, wow, this guy really did some serious drugs because he's kind of way out there. No, it's more like this. Oftentimes we read this or that and are taught this or that. And most often this is the end of the road for us. It's like meandering around a town, but never going beyond the road that ends at the edge of town. So here's where my thoughts go when standing at the road's end. I wonder, what lies beyond the edge of this town? Well, that's it for this podcast within the Darkened Walk. I hope I left you with some thought-provoking concepts to carry you through the rest of your day and even into your sleep. Always remember, never close your mind to the possibilities that may exist. Peace out.